When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the latest Blakey's Bootroom podcast here from Wales Online. I'm your new host, Dominic Booth, making my debut on today's podcast, so go gentle chaps. And joined as ever by Nathan Blake and Paul Abandonato in the studio. Good week, chaps. Yes, very good week from my point of view. Seen a lot of football, so great week for me. Always good for me to be in company of the great man. Uh, I'm Nathan Blake as well. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> so lo- looking back, nobody's debut. The shyness didn't last long, did it? <laughs> so we'll start, Blakey, with your your column from last week, which I know caused a, a little bit of a stir among the Cardiff City fan base. Mm-hmm. It did, yeah. Um, Sol Bamba and Bruno Manga as a promotion-winning partnership at the back, Blakey. Talk us yeah. through that one. Yeah, well, I just, I just, like I said last week. See, I live out in Krakow, Abergavenny, so it's I don't get the backlash of the good, the bad, or the indifferent of the fans too often. So, um, you know, I just look at Bamba and think, since he's come into the team, you have to say defensively we've been far better than what we were. Uh, I think what he gives to other players, not just um, in his performance level, but in his direction and his leadership, and then um, I think you know I just think the other is just a great athlete I think together they can create a very good partnership which let's, let's, let's be fair it's, if Manga's playing at his best and Bamba's playing at his best you know if you can name me two better um, you might name equivalent for different reasons, but I don't think on their day you could name two better championship centre backs. I think if you look at the minute round the championship as well, look at Leeds with uh, with Janssen and, and Bartley. Mm. They they built their promotion push on on that centre back pairing, haven't they? It, 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 it's look, football has changed in how it's approached, it's temp, the tempo, it's coached. People like to think, but you know, I hate to burst the bubble. It it, it, it really doesn't change that much and that's a that's a great point you make in most teams are built throughout the spine so goalkeeper two centre half centre midfield centre forward now the starting position for most teams and most managers is to build from the back so the goalkeeping situation I think will take care of itself um, I would expect Neil to go out and, and sign some with, with experience and then the centre-back partnership, look, some people will say Bamba and Morrison, people will say Connolly and Morrison, some people will say you know, Manga and Connolly, it, it's down to individual choice, that's why we love opinion, that's why we love football, but me personally, I think the way Neil Warnock, and I look at Zohora as the prime example, that's a clear example of a manager getting into a player and getting into his head and bringing him into you know a position where he feels the player feels totally confident in his manager and his teammates 
and um, the improvement again on Saturday I think most people were seeing him as just a big bit of a lump up front but he got a bit of everything about him whether it's in a six yard box or outside and I think if Neil Warnock could do the same with someone like Manga um, I just don't think that partnership if it stayed fit I can't see a lot getting past it Warnock was saying on Saturday Paul that he can't remember anyone having a better start to his Cardiff career than, or a better improvement than Kenneth Zahor what about Sol Bamba? Yeah I was there for Bamba's debut um, bowled me over how good he was that night to be honest it was against Bristol City wasn't it mm-hmm. when, I think I think when um, when Don mentions it's caused a bit of a stir I think I think he means in a positive way because oh, yeah, the, the, yeah, feedback, the feedback I've had is wow look at that so it's what the point of making about the column was because I was bowled over when you said it Nath as well mm. but, but, but you know you get a good goalkeeper mm-hmm. uh, David Marshall for argument's sake mm-hmm. you have Bamba Manga mm-hmm. you have Gunnison because the point you know you have Gunnison and say Halford or whoever in front mm-hmm. and you have Zahora up top mm-hmm. that is a heck of a championship spine yes. right that, that's the point it's not just about man, Manga and Bamba yeah that's a tongue twister, isn't it? It's not just about <laughs> yeah, that, right? Yeah. But it's they not a, come up with a chant yet for Manga Bamba. Well, I'm sure they will next season. But, yeah. but it's it's about the whole spine to the team. And you add a creative winger mm-hmm. and a 10 to that. Mm-hmm. You've got good fullbacks at the club. Josh mm-hmm. Richards, Bennett, both young, both get forward. You're not too far away there. Yeah, you've got you, nine man? players, practically, Paul. Good players. You've got I'm nine very good players. Yeah. So you're then talking about two more players. Uh, you do need a creative number 10 yeah. stroke midfielder or you're going to have a, a box-to-box. You know. But if you play with two holding midfielders and a number 10 creative and then you've got pace and creation outside with the big man up front, you're talking about... Yeah, two players, three players may be short of having a fantastic 11. And then you look at the players we got at our disposal now as building what Neil Warnock is asking for, a strong bench. Yeah. Because that yeah. is also as important as the spine, yeah. is what you can bring off to impact the game. Yeah. Or bring on, sorry, on, to yeah. impact the game. And I think, you know, I just, I just, I just look at it and when Neil Warnock says, I'm looking for three or four players... I'm like, yeah, I can see exactly where you're going with that. See, where, where it could cause a stir is that it would mean the captain being left out of the team. But mm. the truth is, you know, Sean Morrison doesn't do too much wrong. But the truth is, Bruno Manga's the best centre-half. On his day, Bruno mm. Manga's the best centre-half on Carter's Fox. Mm. Bamba has come in and he's an absolute colossus. He's mm. a leader of men. He's a leader inside that dressing room, clearly. Um, I love Blakey's point in his column last week when he said just as a striker thinks he's got away a big gangly leg comes around and nicks the ball mm-hmm. away you know um, they're both comfortable on the ball yeah. I'm not sure Warnock wants that but yeah. they are um, I don't know there's something there that you think yeah that partnership with Gunnison who's revived under Warnock and with Zahora continuing to score the goals and a top goalie or a decent goal at this level yeah, I can buy into that, that's, and I think Cardiff fans can as well, which is why it has caused the stir. At the, end, at the end of the day, I, I didn't know whether it was positive or negative, so I'm happy that it's positive. But the opinion I give, Don, Paul, is only ever for the better of the club. Yeah, It's never personal. I don't know Morrison. If I did, and I was playing at Cardiff City, I'm sure we'd be mates. 
because I like to get on with everybody while I was playing. And but if he said to me, and he's my mate, who's the best eleven? And I thought whether he was captain or not, there was a better player than Nick. I'd say what I I wouldn't shirk from saying what I say here to him because it's not whether I like you as a mate or not. It's what's best for the club and best to move the club forward and the way football the way life is in general you're always looking to better yourself you're always looking for the better rather than you know what i always say is sentiment is very difficult in football if you you know i carry sentiment in my day-to-day -day life but i understand carrying sentiment in football within football is very dangerous because it clouds your judgment it's simple as that and then you start to make bad decisions so it's only for the betterment of the what and it's my opinion it's only betterment for the team and the club as a as a whole so it's nothing personal to anybody it's not having a goal or anything like that it's just to make Cardiff City as best they can be is that lack of sentiment perhaps do the Cardiff fans maybe underrate Morrison do, do we not notice him you know making those no-nonsense clearances lead the back line you know he's, he's got the armband on no obviously. I think I think you, listen Armbands are armbands. You know, I used armbands when I was two for swimming. <laughs> you know, they were more useful than the captain's armband. At the end of the day, Tom, right? When you're playing and you're on the pitch, the captain's armband. Bamba's not the captain. Who's the most influential defender? Right. Yeah. Gunnison's not the captain. Who's the most influential midfielder? Zahor's not the captain. Who's the most influential striker? So. I've got Zohor as a captain, Gunnison as a captain, Bamba as a captain, Manga as a captain, and Morrison as a captain. And if Marshall was still playing, Marshall as a captain. Right? So I've got, that's what I call. It's about leaders, not, not captain, as in the name. Yeah. And then you fit the youngsters around that, and they learn off you, and then within the next three to four years, when Bamba's coming down, and Gunnison's coming down, your likes of Joe Roll steps up as right I'm gonna I've learned off Gunnison out the lead and young centre backs coming through they learn off the likes of Bamba and Manga and Morrison right this is how I lead and the trend continues but we haven't had that leadership from players for well I would say up until Neil Warren come in brought Bamba and then Gunnison come back to life Gunnison come back to it was almost as if his head was done in Gunnison in what he was experiencing he was keeping quiet and saying like you've got to say yeah I'm happy I'm enjoying things but you've seen him go to the Euros and his performance level go way up where it was from Cardiff then come back and it came back down and then Warnock's come in and it's gone way back up to where it was in the Euros for his country and now they're all playing to their potential and beyond if you like all the players hence why you're seeing such good results continue and continue so what about that Warnock effect? Just to flip it back slightly to, to Ipswich at the weekend. Mm. Never was it so apparent, really, that, that Warnock effect. You had Ju Junior Hoylet back heeling into Kenneth Zohor. Mm. Never looked like missing mm. two thumping finishes with his mm. left foot. Mm. It's not just it's not just the back four, that spine that Paul spoke it? about. It's everyone, yeah. Mm. I mean, Kadeem Harris, for me, has been one huge improvement where he was well, this time last year. Tom, you're a rookie to this programme, but uh, we've been saying it for probably two years, Kadeem Harris. He's been at the club for probably four years, maybe five. And has he been waiting for a Warnock type figure to? I to think come he in? has, yeah. And I think what he'd done was um, 
you know, for a long while, he was just being overlooked for whatever reason. I don't know. But I always say, if you're going to build a team, every team should have pace in it. You know, and it was so, it was like a, it was like a, a shining beacon light. He was the only player who had pace. Like in Paul Trollope's, I, I said in Paul, in the start of season, he'll be Paul Trollope's saviour because he was the only player with pace and we get behind a, a back four and could penetrate with pace. But he either and, didn't play him or he put him at wing back. And so. then he, he brought him on and it was almost like he was like, um, didn't want to prove that what we were saying in here was right and what some of the fans were saying was right. So he ended up self-sabotaging because it was, you know, where Kadeem Harris is now under Neil Warnock compared to where he was under Paul Trollope, it's night and day. Paul, impressed with Kadeem? Yeah, I mean, Blakey's batted his corner far more than I have. <laughs> um, I've said to Blakey, I'd like to see him still drop a shoulder and just show a few more tricks that I think I'd like from my wife. I'll man. go in and teach him a few more. <laughs> Which I actually think he's added, to be fair. I saw, I saw him at the QPR game a few weeks ago and he, he's got a step and a, a little, trick, a little yes. trick in his, yeah. his armoury. Mm. So I, I think he's added that, to be honest with you. And Hoyle's obviously got that mm. you know, in abundance. Yeah, yeah. It's the horror, the one who's winning me over there. I've got to be honest He's with beautiful, you. You know, It's just, you know... Blakey's talked about before comparing him to Salomon Rondon. No, but, better now. But I Sorry. think he's changing his mind. Yeah, he's, be, he's gone beyond the 15 goal a season. I remember, I remember to this day, Blakey um, made that analogy with Rondon. Column was written in the Echo, Circles Echo, and the following that evening or the, the following evening, Rondon hit a hat trick for West Brom against Swansea, mm. and people said. Oh, well, when's when's the horror going to hit a hat trick against yeah, Swansea? Yeah, but yeah. Crikey, he's he's getting maybe next season. He's getting better and better. He's scoring goals. He really impresses me. It's like, you know, it's almost like Cardiff City have had a ten million pound player. Yeah, well, it, it really is. What it goes to show for is um, whoever spotted him in the first place, and then bringing him to Cardiff. It, sh- it showed me that because you don't sign purposely signing players who aren't good enough or you know what you're asking them to do is fulfill their potential so they brought him in and then what it showed was the club was in such turmoil if we look and say well who was successful Marshall probably Gunnison up and down and then towards the end of last season tailed off because you know, like I just said, I think his head was done in, that enough of, because players always say, what happens at the top reaches the dressing room. When it reaches the dressing room, that's when it plays out, and it plays out, tends to, in performance, which means on the pitch. And you could see that was happening. Now, things are starting to get together, and they've got a manager who they trust and believe in, and knows how things should be. All the players are playing, and that's what we want as fans, we're not asking you to play above and beyond what your capabilities are. We're just asking you to play, you know, consistently like an eight or a nine. You know, a worse game is a seven, a real bad game is a six. You know, no threes, no fours, those days are gone. If you want to be competitive in the championship and win leagues, because let's be fair, you want to win it. You don't, if you come second, great. And if you go through the playoffs, fantastic. It is a great day. But, 
footballers are winners you want to be a winner so things are just things are just gradually getting better and better and better but I don't want to pour a dampener on it or anything like that but my fear is always at the back of my mind is that the club's hierarchy and Neil Warnock at some point promises that were made aren't carried out and Neil says don't need the hassle of walk away because you can clearly see in what he's done in four months how well he's built things how much confidence he gives players and it's not a fluke because he's come from Rotherham where he's done the exact same thing probably even bigger and better than Rotherham is that relationship going to be tested, Blakey, over the over the summer between the hierarchy of the club and uh, and Warnock, especially maybe when when the vultures circle for Zahor? Or? I pray it's not. But when the vultures circle for Zahor, my point to Vincent Tan and Ken Chu would be: sound your best players doesn't equate to we want to get back to the Premier League. It's as simple as that. Now, if you sell him at a massive fee and then you say to Neil Warnock, we've got 12 million for him, here's 9 million, okay, that, that's possible, that can happen. Make sure though you've got your scouting network out, identify the next person coming in. Football is a conveyor belt, it's like a three year, four year conveyor belt, so make sure you've got your, your work done. But personally, I would hope that the promises that were given players are kept and you're able to build imagine you know if, if you said to me is Kenneth Zorro better than Andre Gray who plays in the Premier League for Burnley I'd say six months ago I said don't be so stupid now I'd say streets ahead of him so this week sees a big event for Cardiff City and it's Kevin McNaughton's testimonial at Cardiff City Stadium on Sunday luckily we've got Kev on the line right now he's going to chat with Nathan and Paul and uh, chat all things Cardiff City from the last decade or so Kev how are you mate? Yeah, very good. Uh, good to be with you guys. How are you all doing? Yeah, good, thanks. We're looking forward to seeing you back in action, mate. It must be a big day for you and, uh, and your relationship with the Bluebirds fans. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I'm a family. You look forward to get back down. Um, get to see a few old teammates as well and say goodbye to the fans as well. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Have you missed Cardiff in your time away? Yeah, definitely, mate. Both my boys were uh, born down the rail, so played a big part of my life probably the best part of my football career we spent down there and yeah I, I, I must be down there I enjoy getting down when I can uh, to see the game but uh, obviously playing got myself back fit now so I probably won't get down as much this season uh, now but no, I really look forward to it Kevis Paul you never thought you when you came down in 2006 you never thought you'd be here for now on 10 years did you? Nah that's Quite scary, really. It was like, I had a few options that summer, um, but the way it was, when I was chatting to Cardiff, I spoke to Dave, and everything about the place seemed really positive. And I'd seen the plans for what the club were looking to do with the stadium and things like that. So I, I probably made my mind up before even I went down to Cardiff to actually sign it. I'd, in my head, I'd made the decision, and you know, it was one of them. Was, I've seen a lot of Scottish lads go down south, and it's not worked out when they've ended up been back within a year or two so for me to go down and stay for that length of time was, was unbelievable Blakey Kev was saying to me earlier that yeah. he really loved playing at Ninian Park which obviously you yeah. you can identify with that do you want to explain a bit what that was like from your perspective well I, I think I, I'm sure Kev would agree the, it's, it's about the atmosphere for a player uh, uh, and, and Kev 
coming from north of the border will probably have very many similarities in his upbringing upbringing as myself where things are a bit crazy and you go out and you've got crazy (laughs) friends and family and stuff like that and you know so when you go into that environment where you're in like a like an arena uh, like a gladiator going into battle it's it's largely the norm if you like because you've seen a lot of madness growing up and the people who are shouting (laughs) the obscenities are people like your brothers and uncles and, and mates so yeah. You're never intimidated by that atmosphere. You it it's you thrive on it. You you crave it almost. So did you find yeah. the same thing, Kev? Yeah, that was exactly how I found it. I mean, there was just actually old fashioned mess about the stadium. You know, I think it it suits the club at right, that time especially. Mm. Uh, and you know, even the team we had at that time, we were there was a lot of boys who discarded from the clubs and you know hadn't found it tough at other clubs and. You know, I think the fans almost wanted that, the fact that we've got these sort of misfits, mixed group of players that yeah. misfits, yeah, almost misfits and we've got yeah. them uh, playing well together. You know, I, I think as a player, I loved that. Yeah, I loved, I loved like, the surface was, was decent. I mean, but the fans felt right, like you were, they were right on top of you, which I think it was pretty intimidating for, um, for other teams. Mm. And obviously, coming into the small changes in the facilities weren't the best. Things are falling off the wall, lifting <laughs> centre. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so for, I, I remember playing Arsenal and Tottenham down there. They found it tough. I mean, we, we threw both the, the games we played against them down there. And, mm. uh, you know, you just, that, you, there must be the nightmare. It starts from the uh, almost from the roundabout coming in to Ninian Park. The drive in, yeah. the intimidation starts on the drive in. It's right. not on the yeah. pitch. Yeah. It's it's bad on the pitch. It's worse, yeah. but the intimidation starts on the drive in, because if yeah. the Ninian Park didn't have a massive car park, so you have to park on the road yeah. and get out yeah. with all the crazy fans waiting <laughs> for you. But what you didn't realise, they weren't the real crazies. The real heads, when you went into the stadium, were up on the cages like. No blood dripping from their teeth, you know. So, uh, yeah. mate, did, but you played what two hundred eighty odd, eighty eight games for Cardiff. Certainly over two hundred fifty. Yeah, yeah two hundred eighty eight yeah, games for Cardiff. Know. Did you ever feel you'd get to those sort of numbers down here, Kev? Nah, not at all. I mean, it was strange. It was just, just every time it comes to my uh, contract coming up. I got off for the last few years, and I was just delighted. I thought, I mean, I loved that year. Enjoyed the football. Yeah. So every time I was really saying straight away, the guy done always done quickly. And it's one of them just kept going. I just then it's almost every in my head I was looking at trying to get milestones, you know, trying to get to that two hundred games would be great, and then to get to two fifty would be great, and then obviously just to get to the Premier League was another milestone in itself, which was you know that was when I first came down to Canada, that was my main aim mm. to get. Be that stepping stone to get into the Premier League, and that was that was the end. And um, for that to actually happen was also how unbelievable. Does, how, how, just explain to like the listeners, Kev, how that feels as a pro when you achieve what you personally set out to do. How does that feel? Oh, it's the, the best feeling in the world. But that, I look back on the night we actually got promoted, and it was a lot of emotions just purely because of. Um, Things that happened in the past, how close we've come in the past, the mm. playoff final, things like that. I mean, really, 
you probably should have gone there a bit sooner. I think it took quite a long time to get Never there, easy, but, though, is it, mate? Never easy. Nah, that, that league is the league's a killer. I mean, just when you think you, you're, you've got it, hmm. you've got it pegged, you know, it comes back to bite you. You can lose two or three games on a spin and that'll be easy. Um, but, yeah, like I say, when you, actually getting there was unbelievable. Just the, the motions on that night was probably due to the fact it takes so long and it was... Um, I can I can identify with that, Kev, because um, I remember telling you earlier I saw Cardiff fans at Wembley crying after you lost to Blackpool, and I saw Cardiff yeah. fans crying that night after a nil-nil draw with Charlton. So completely contrasting emotions. Mm. Um, yeah. And you must you must have gone through that as a player yourself. You must have been devastated against Blackpool, and then suddenly the the sky's the limit when you draw with Charlton. Yeah, yeah. That was, that game was probably. Probably my lowest point at the club in terms of, I mean, I, I sort of injured at the start of that season, so I just kind of worked myself back into it. It's one of those games that you just keep, you keep going back to and you keep thinking, like, what, 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 should have done this, should have done that, uh, should have done better, things like that. I mean, that summer was, it was a really long summer that, that you had to think about it for a long time. Um, well, don't worry, mate, I, trust me, as you get older. You start to forget your own name, so. <laughs> <laughs> Kev, look, just yeah. to wind up, um, it's brilliant that you've got the testimonial. I personally think that Cardiff City fans should get down there in numbers. It's a fantastic cause. This what weekend. a lineup as well, by the way. What a yeah. lineup. Talk us through that lineup, Kev. Getting all those all those players back together for uh, for the yeah, game. That was an easy thing, guys. Trying to get such a legal game. Dusting off a phone book. Yeah, that was great. But the response was everybody. There's quite a lot of players that actually had various other things on that we ever did a lot of stuff. And they were they were a bit gutted actually we couldn't get down as well. There's quite a few bodies that uh, we missed out on. So no, I was I was I was chuffed a bit to everybody's response to to being asked. So you're managing a yeah, side against Craig Bellamy's side, is that right? Sorry. You're managing a side against Craig Bellamy's side, is is that right? Yeah. Yeah, Craig was pretty keen to, to be the manager. <laughs> the hands on. So, I don't know. Craig's got a similar style of management as a player, and I don't envy the boys in that. They're back to session, to be honest. They'll be getting a bit of session. <laughs> okay, mate. Well, listen, Kev, from my point of view, mate, you're a ledge. You know, you've given the club fantastic service, and I'd just like to say, first of all, congratulations in getting the testimonial and. Uh, Good luck with it, and good yeah. luck in late the life, mate, with whatever you're doing and whatever you choose to yeah. do. And, um, Thanks a lot, guys. Mate, you've been, a, you've been a star. Fair play to you. Kev, that's one Cardiff legend talking to another. All the best with Sunday. All the best. Cheers, Kev. Cheers, Cheers Kev. Kev. So, good to hear from Kev, chaps. And uh, I'm going to bring in a question from Facebook at this point, okay. Uh, okay. from Christian Becker, okay. who asks you, Blakey, how many of the 2017 team would make it into the 2013 vintage, obviously, promotion-winning side uh, that Kev was involved in? Wow, that's a good question. Uh, 2017 now? Here and now. Would you take Zahor over um, Bothroyd? 
No, no, Bothroy was it? It was um, Campbell. It was Helgeson and Campbell in that team. Helgeson okay. Campbell, the promotion winning team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bothroy then missed out. Yeah. I thought you meant Kevin's. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um, no, he, he was originally for me. I look at like Chopper. The original uh, Kevin Kevin McNaughton team yeah, was, was Bothroy. Oh nine ten sort of era. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we're talking twenty thirteen is uh, Helgeson. How Helgeson then Fraser Campbell. Uh, well, I think Zaha would definitely get in that team. We got Bamber instead of instead of Hudson at the back. Or? I would, yes. I'd have Bamber alongside Hudson, uh, one or the other. Um, Hoylet sneak in there, or Gunnison? Well, Gunnison's obviously straddles both sides. I think, I think that's probably it. To be honest with you, I think you look at the again the three: Bamber, Gunnison, Zaha. They keep coming up, don't they? Yeah, you know, uh, I think those three. Um, yeah, I think they're getting most most Cardiff City of recent years. Most teams. So could we be looking at a 2017-18 vintage then, Paul, from uh, from a Neil Warnock squad and what he has to put together? He's got, he's got eight more games this season to to have a look at people. What do you want to see in these eight games to throw it forward now? more Zahora goals to continue to ensure that I can continue being convinced by him I mm-hmm. don't think I need much more convincing mm. but just consistency you want to more, maintain yeah, that isn't it? take that into him with next season to be perfectly honest with you Dom if we're brutally honest it doesn't really matter what happens now what matters is that we hit the ground running in August and Zahora is scoring goals at that point because he will be the key won't be Blakey mm-hmm. to whether Cardiff can go up or not yeah. if he can if he carries on at this rate you're talking about a 25-30 goal a season striker mm-hmm. which is you know once one player has scored that add mm. the rest from everybody else yeah. and yeah. surely they're going to be you're well, in playoff contention then I think as long as you're not losing games 5-4 but I think the point you were making about the, going back to what we said at the start of the show about the Manga Bamba partnership mm-hmm. is that Cardiff wouldn't concede goals, Absolutely. and that's that was every bit as and important I, as yeah. And I think Peltier, I've always liked Peltier. I've said, but in the system in my head, how I see it, Peltier would be a cover for a centre back, right back, and yep. I would go with the Jazz Richards and the Bennett, the yep. young, the legs, the the up, the down, you know. I would put so much emphasis on those two because they look like, as I say in football, you've got leather lungs, which means you can run all day. They both look like they can get up and down all day and support the likes of, you know, um, if Harris is playing or Hoylet is playing or whatever, those two can effectively play wide to go inside or wide to go outside, but you've always got these fullbacks with the two holding midfield players, Gunnison and whoever. Uh, Halford holding you've literally got can be a back three a back four um, a three with one in front two with two so you should never really find yourself being overrun or counter-attacked too often it will happen but it won't happen often and, and just uh, just a note on Jazz Richards he's gone rather unsung I think mm. Jazz Richards has been a massive plus for Cardiff, right? Mm. I think he's a really good fullback. He was absolutely mm. superb against Ipswich. I really Switch. think he's a good fullback, can play on either flank. Mm. And, you know, he talked about the how many players would get into the title winning team. Mm. Jazz or Super Kev? Jazz, well, it was more Connolly who played, to be honest with you. So, Jazz or Connolly, take your pick on that. I was never a big fan of Andrew Taylor at left back. Mm. 
So if Joe Bennett I develops, like if Joe Bennett develops the way I think he can develop, and mm. Joe Bennett was being talked of at England, sort of age grade honours not mm. so long ago mm. for a bad injury at Aston Villa. Mm. If Joe Bennett can develop the way I want him to develop, mm. or we hope he develops, I think he could. Um, he could be a player and a half for the club well, as well. If you mate. think yourself, you know? even if he gets within the sort of region of of an England crawler and on a, or on a standby or something like that, what his performance level would have to be would only bring you know riches to Cardiff because he's going to be you know up there playing on a consistent basis. As soon as you start talking international level, you know that you're a consistent player mm. or consistent performer for your team. Mm. He's young enough still. Jazz, the same. You know, these two fullbacks, one could be battling it for England dollars, one could be the Welsh fullback for the next five years. You yeah. probably expect Jazz Richards to, to play against Ireland on Friday night. I would I'd expect him to come into into that side. Yeah. Well, mm, might might not, you know, because um he's only recently come back into the Cardiff side. But listen, potentially for Cardiff City next season, you know, and the cherry on top Warnock wants to be the first manager to gain eight promotions you know he's not this is not a, okay I'll just go through the motions sort of thing that is a carrot you know if that was me and I had the chance to be the only one the first one number no matter what it is if you if you're the first you know you're in the history books isn't it so if he can be the first manager to do that um, I think Put all things together, like I said, I think you've got a very good opportunity to see something special next season. You just hope, you just hope, fingers crossed, eyes crossed, legs crossed, you just hope that those upstairs understand what they've got potentially. Yeah, And if they want to get back to the Premier League, I very much doubt you're going to have a better underbelly than what you've got right now with the potential to go on next season so let's hope everything I always say everything's got to go in the same direction I shall say it's, it's a huge it's a huge summer in it Paul yeah with regards to Wales let's just make something clear there's not a cat and hell's chance of Chris Gunter losing his right back place Chris <laughs> no I'm talking about Richards on the left Chris, <laughs> Chris Gunter will be one of the first um, names on that team it's funny isn't it Cardiff fans never really really took to Chris Gunter no. and I you know, he left to join Tottenham. What was he supposed to do? Say no, mm. you know? Mm. I, I could never really get my head around that. It right happens now, sometimes so. with some players. I, I don't know. I sometimes it, it works, sometimes it, sometimes it doesn't. But he's tough tackling, committed. He's everything you want yeah, from, yeah. A, from a Cardiff yeah. defender. I still say anyone could be unhinged. I still say if I'm Jazz Richards, you know, he's got the target on his back. I'm going after him. Yes, we're mates, but, you know, we're only mates up until it's time to get that shirt. You know, so I think Jazz is capable of becoming the person to be the next Star War for the next five years. We shall see. Any more, any more thoughts from either of you? No, just yeah, yeah. One last thought, Kevin McNaughton. You're a Cardiff legend. Um, How often can we get Bluebirds legend talking to Bluebirds legend on this show? Can we? Well, can we well, get more of that. Well, given that I'm not a legend and you're not a legend, Don, that's, <laughs> that's definitely the first time it's ever happened on the show. And so Let's I, have it I, again I, sometime. For a great occasion, let's be fair. You know, I hope his, his testimony goes really well. That'll be another great thing. And not, it's not about the game, it is about the occasion. It's one time that you say as a football fan, you know, or as a footballer, don't play the game. 
don't play the occasion, play the game. Well, it's opposite now. The game is just, you know, a run out sort of thing to see past players and past legends, but the occasion is what it's about. So good luck, Kev, and uh, well deserved, mate. Brilliant note to end it on. Cheers, Blakey. Cheers, boys. We'll be back same time next week. <laughs>